Welcome to Baba Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, I'm going to be discussing our recent events in our society and how disturbing it is. Okay, and the sermon I'm going to preach today is falling into quicksand. Falling into quicksand. And um, and we're going to first start in Romans chapter 1, verses 18 to 32, in the NIV, the New International Version. And before we get started, I'd like to give uh, uh, what the Bible is and why we can depend on it and trust it. Uh, this is by Dr. Vodi Bakum. A reliable collection of historical documents written by eyewitnesses during the lifetime of other eyewitnesses. Forty authors, 66 volumes of books, span 1,500 years in three continents, Asia, Africa, and Europe. Written in three languages, mainly Hebrew, Greek, a little Aramaic, hundreds of su subjects and topics. I recently heard um, uh, this past week or last week, I already knew that there, there's a lot of uh, people calling themselves pastors who are pastoring churches, and they are basically just just preaching the false gospel. It's like they're literally leaving the gospel out so watered down. It's more, um, it, it's more of a uh, I'll feel good because they don't want to hurt anybody feeling. They want them to keep coming back or whatever, and not worried about. People who are dying and going to hell. And hell's a real place just like heaven is. But we must teach the gospel. Whether it hurts anybody or not, it doesn't matter. It's like if you see a house that's burning and there's people inside but they don't realize it's on fire. Once you go in there and do everything you can, even if they told you to get off the land or their yard or whatever, but the house is burning and they don't understand that. So you're trying to tell them and doing everything you can to let them know, hey, the house is burning, you're going to die if you stay in there. Uh, because you care about your fellow person, right? So basically, the, this is what's going on. And that's why I've titled this particular sermon, Falling into Quicksand. And I'm going to tell you, why I titled that. And I also got that uh, this little analogy from uh, on YouTube, Right Response Ministries. And, uh, and he was literally talking about a um, pretty well-known preacher that, that most people have heard of him and or have heard of his father who's been around for a long time on television and stuff. But I'm not going to specifically put his name out there because we we need to just learn the word of God so we can tell who who's saying what. But anyways, so this particular minister stated that, um, that some of the hardest uh, working people uh, that he knows in his church or who wants to serve the Lord are homosexuals. So, and according to, to his statement, uh, he believes that that they're stuck in homosexuality, so we should embrace that. So it's kind of like, like here's where I got this analogy, falling into quicksand. 
So it's kind of like you see, you see one or two people in quicksand, right? And they're hollering for help. So you're going there, you know, so you're trying to find a big, a wooden limb so you can, so you can take it to them, you know, and try to, and, or they can grab it and you can pull them out. But instead they say, no, 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 we don't want that. We want you to jump in with us. And you're going, why would I do that? Because I'm going to, if I fall in there, we're all going to die. We're all going to drown in this quicksand stuff. And see, so that's what's going on in our culture right now. We have preachers who are saying, well, I won't save you with that, but I'll jump in with you. And how's that going to help anyone? Because when you're, when you're condoning this behavior that can be changed because homosexuality and a lot of other sins, they're learned behaviors, especially homosexuality. And some of you listening may get offended or whatever, but I'm trying to help you by giving you truth. Because, because, because Jesus says only the truth will set you free, not a lie. Uh, so it's like anything else, you know, I, I, um, I used to be out in the world and I used to do all kind of stuff, but they were learned behaviors. It, it's like um, drinking alcohol is a learned behavior, uh, doing drugs is a learned behavior, um, not being moral, that is, you know, just carousing and doing all that kind of stuff, that's learned behavior. And so it's homosexuality. All of a sudden, within the last, I guess the last 10 years, They've made it into well. It's okay now and then when they when they passed the when they passed a uh, bad law that I'm that I'm surely not going to abide by or I'll condone or anything else. When they say that now a marriage is not just between a man and a woman, but now it could be a man and man and woman. No, not according to the word of God. Uh. Uh-uh. See what's happening is when you start going down that road, then you destroy your own self. And everybody around you. And society cannot last. And every civilization that was once well known, like uh, Egypt, um, uh, Greece, when they were in their high mode in Rome and all them, uh, they all went down because of falling into sins and especially homosexuality. And you can read in Old Testament covers all that too. Like Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes, there's a lot of other sins in those Cities, but the main one that took them down was homosexuality. Because once you get into that, according to the word of God, your mind is corrupt, which is where we're going right now. In Romans uh, chapter 1 and verses uh, 18 to 32. Romans chapter 1, uh, 18 to 32. And the title here is God's Wrath Against Sinful Humanity. Starting verse 18, the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godless and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Verse 19, since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. Let me read that again. Since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. Verse 20, for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities has eternal power and and divine nature and been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. 
For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him. But their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Verse 22, although they claimed to be wise, they became fools. Verse 23, and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like mortal human beings and birds and animals and reptiles. And we can see that today, can't we? Verse 24, therefore God gave them over in the sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. And according to um, to the uh, in the King James, it says he gave him to a reprobate mind or a, a corrupt or a based mind. Verse twenty five: They exchanged the truth about God for a lie, and worshipped and served created things rather than the Creator, who is forever praised. Amen. Verse twenty eight. Verse twenty six: Because of this, God gave them over to a shameful lust. Even their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. Verse 27, in the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. Verse 28, furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to restrain the knowledge of God, so God gave them over to a depraved mind, so that they do what ought, what ought not to be done. Verse 29, they have became filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice. They are gossip, slanderers, God-haters, insolent, arrogant, and boastful. They have no understanding, no fidelity, no love, no mercy, although they know God's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death. They not only continue to do these very things, but also uh, approve of those who practice them. So God's serious about sin. You know, this is not a game. This is not, well, I'm going to make everybody feel good. No. Uh uh-uh. It's just like uh, when your parent, uh, for those of you that have had children, when you're parenting, parenting, that's a serious thing. And so you better make sure that you train your child up in the ways of the Lord. And sometimes you have to scold them or spank them, you know. I didn't say beat them. I said spank them and tell them why. First you tell them why, what's happening, and here's the consequences for the behaviors. And then you spank them. And uh, like if it's, if it's severe enough to get a spanking and, and to be, um, and to like, you know, have to spend days of not doing what they would want to, a few days a week or whatever, what have you, then that's what you have to do. You know, it's not about never saying no, uh-uh. It's, it's, it's what's right and what's wrong. And you go to do this and that's it. It's, none of this is rocket science. Okay, now go, if you will, in your New Testament, the NIV, or if you've got a New Testament, whatever, um, go to Galatians chapter 1, verses 6 through 10. 
and the title here is No Other Gospel. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you to live in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel for seven, which is really no gospel at all. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ for Satan. But every, uh, but even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let them be under God's curse. Verse 9, as we have already said, so now I say again, if anybody is preaching to you a gospel other than what you accept it, let them be under God's curse. Or it's also known as anathema, a curse of God, be under God's curse. And verse 10, am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Amen. That's a fact. Now, if you will go to Matthew chapter 23, verses 23 to 39. Matthew 23, verses 23 to 39. Alrighty, starting at Matthew chapter 23, 23-39. Woe to you teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. And this is Jesus speaking. You give a tenth of your spices, and this is just half of the, the chapter. I, I might just got this part here just to, because uh, it'll let you know what it's talking about. Uh, you hypocrites. You give a tenth of your spices, mint, dill, and and cumin, but you have neglected the more important matters of the law, justice, mercy, and faithfulness. You should have practiced the latter without neglecting the former. Verse 24, you blind guides, you strain out a gnat, but you swallow a camel. Verse 25, woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites, you clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence. Verse 26, blind Pharisees, first clean the inside of the cup and dish, and then the outside also will be clean. Verse 27, woe to you, teachers of the law, you Pharisees, you hypocrites, you are like whitewashed tombs, which took beautiful... Uh, which looked beautiful on the outside, but on the inside, oh, uh, which looked beautiful on the outside, but on the inside are full of bones of the dead and everything unclean. Verse 28, in the same way, on the outside you appear to people as righteous, but on the inside you are full of hypocrisy and wickedness. Verse 29, woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees. You hypocrites, you build tombs for the prophets and decorate the graves of the righteous. Verse, verse 30. And you say, if we had lived in the days of our ancestors, we would not have taken part with them in shedding, shedding the blood of the prophets. Verse 31. So you testify against yourselves that you are the descendants of those who murdered the prophets. Verse 32. Go ahead then and complete... What your ancestors started, verse 33, you snakes, you brood of vipers, how will you escape? Uh, 
being condemned to hell. Verse 34, therefore I am sending you prophets and sages and teachers. Some of them you will kill and crucify. Others you will flog in your synagogues and pursue from town to town. Verse 35, and so, and so upon you will come all righteous blood, and so upon you will come all righteous blood that has been shed on earth, from the blood of righteous Abel to the blood of Zechariah, son of Berkiah, whom you murdered between the temple and the altar. Verse 36, truly I tell you, all this will come on this generation. Verse 37, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone, those sent to you, how often have I longed to gather you, you your children together as a hand gathers her chicks under her wings, and you were not willing. Verse 38, look, your house is left to you desolate. Verse 39, for I tell you, you will not see me again until you, uh, you will not, for I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. You see, when he says that, um, he said that, um, this generation, if you go back to 36, truly I tell you, all this will come on this generation, which happened um, in 70 AD when the Romans came and they just destroyed Jerusalem, the temples and everything. I mean, they burned it down to the ground and everything because, because of this very thing, because the religious leaders has got to the point where, well, all of the whole time, but they were just, um, they were more wicked than the people they were, they were trying to, to call them wicked and say, come, you know, you got to come this way or that way. When they were just doing everything evil, they weren't even following the commandments of God anymore. And so that's why when Jesus came, he brought the new covenant. And so they were of the old covenant, so it had to be stopped. Now in the new covenant where he lives in our hearts, for, for those who receive him, for those who repent of their sins and puts their trust in Jesus Christ alone, then he lives in your heart. You know, if you're for real about it. But see, this is this is what's going on here. <laughs> we have people now that have been corrupted. Their minds are so corrupt, it's not funny, you know, and that's why they're accepting homosexuality in the churches. There's The standards have gone out the door. They don't follow the Bible anymore. They're saying you can do whatever and it's okay. When you have a, when you have a, actually someone calling, calling themselves a preacher where they're not, there's no way. They're not. But, and like I had read to you before, there's no way you can do that and be a preacher because they're, because they're preaching a false gospel, which is, which again, you can, like we read in Galatians chapter 1, verse 6 through 10, says no other gospel. And this is what's going on. This is why our churches are failing. This is why we got a mess today. You know, our nation used to be strong and everything because we had strong, strong ministers, strong churches and stuff preaching the word of God. And now they've become corrupt. You know, you have these... Um, these preachers in the skinny jeans or whatever, and and they're you know they're dressing like the latest fashion or whatever. I mean, I'm not talking about the, the fashion and all, but they're just trying to be like the world. That's what I'm trying to get at. You know, they're more of the world than they are of God. It's about preaching truth no matter what, 
not about filling seats and getting money. It's not about that. It's about seeing souls saved and life changed and transformed through the power of Jesus Christ. And let me read you this. And no one can come unless God draws them. John chapter 6, verse 44. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws them, and I will raise them up at the last day. And then verse 65 of chapter 6 and this is Jesus. He went on to say, this is why I told you that no one can come to me unless the Father has enabled them. And it's DNIV. And then drop down to Romans chapter 5, verse 10. For, for if while we were God's enemies, we were recounseled to him through the death of his son, how much more having been recounseled shall we be saved through his life? You see, we're not looking for God. That's why God has to draw you. You know, if you're, if you're, if He's chosen you from the foundation of the world, then He'll draw you. You can't come on your own. He has to draw you. That's the whole thing right there. You know. Then you say, "Well, why can we come on our own? Because we're not. Because we're too, we're too evil. We're wicked and evil, man. We're not looking for God." God has to draw us, man. We're not looking for him. You know? That's how it works, man. That, that's how it is. But we got to get off of this this train of nice, nice and all this stuff why people are going to hell, man. You know, you got to look. Our nation is being destroyed. You have children being taught wicked stuff, man. You know, it's just going to make it even harder for them. Because they're not going to have no reflection of right or wrong. We got to stand up and say, no, we're not going to have this. You know? And I need for you, whoever listening, to share this. Tell people to watch Bible Education Institute well, or listen to it, I mean. Um, we're on YouTube, Rumble, uh, and some of the platforms are Stitcher, Apple, Spotify, and all that, and a lot of other ones. But people need to hear truth. People need to hear truth. Wow, it's just crazy. Man, it's, it's just pure crazy. John chapter 6, verse 44 says, No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up on the last days, which I already said. I just wanted to get that through you. John chapter 14, 6. Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You have to go through Jesus Christ. And you say, well, well, why can I come the way I want to? Because God is sovereign. In other words, God's all-powerful. He dictates what's going to happen, how to do things. You have to go his way. You can't do whatever you want to do. You can't do it in life either. You know, you try to do that going to a, a federal building or something or the police or sheriff's office just go in and start start just telling me you want to do whatever you want to do you know, or try to go into somebody's house man you know especially out in the country they're not gonna put up with that mess you know or try that at the white house they got security for that they'll take care of you you know you can't just do whatever you want to do in life it doesn't work that way you destroy yourself and everyone else you god has certain standards we have to follow our laws and uh, 
judges and all that comes from the Bible, the Old Testament. So that's why we have standards. But like in the last 10 years, man, everything's gone. Well, it's been a lot longer than that, but the last 10 years especially, they've left God's standards, and now we have a big old mess going on. And this is what's happening. So I tell you, come to Jesus Christ. Yes, he is the only way. Listen to this, Romans chapter 10, verse 9 through 10, King James Version. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in the heart that God has risen from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth on the righteousness of the mouth, confesseth and made salvation. Uh, in Romans chapter 13, King James Version. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Romans chapter 10 verse 17 says, so then, so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Hey, we've broken, we've all broken God's, God's commandments. Here's just a few of them. Uh, have you ever looked at another person with lust? According to Jesus Christ, you already committed adultery in your heart. Have you ever hated someone? It's the same as murdering someone in your heart. Uh, have you ever lied? We've all lied. They call them white lies or whatever. A lie's a lie. It doesn't matter. See, God's standards are very high, and ours are very, very low. We've created God in our own mind. That's okay with everything we, we do. And that's another commandment. That shall have no other gods before me. And, um... And the same thing for idols. We all have idols, too. Like, we, we can make anything into an idol. You know? Uh, you shall not steal. If we've borrowed something, didn't bring it back, it's called being a thief. If, if you lie, you're a liar. You see how it works? We're all guilty. We all need, we all need Jesus Christ. So that's why I say, realize you've broken God's moral law, the Ten Commandments, then you're on your way to hell. You need a Savior. You come with a sorrowful, contrite heart, realizing you broke God's moral law, the Ten Commandments. And you ask, you come with your sorrowful heart of repentance, then you repent. You ask God for forgiveness, and you put your trust in Jesus Christ alone, like if you're in a plane that's about to crash, somebody give you a parachute. You don't care if anybody said anything to you, you're going to hold on to that parachute because it's going to save you from the jump to come. Jesus saves you from the judgment to come. There will be judgment. And you can take it or leave it totally up to you. So let's get real. Let's get real about serving Christ in the Bible. We need to get back to it. And if you're in a church that's, that's preaching crazy stuff or uh, what's that stuff? It's, it's uh, social justice and all like that. Leave it. Get out of there. Leave it. Because it's corrupting your mind. And your, if you have children there, it's corrupting your children's mind. Get out of there. Find a good Bible-believing teaching church. But you need to know the Bible your own self. And how do you do that? By reading the Bible daily without fail and do what it says. Let me give you some resources. Uh, on YouTube, you can go to a Dr. Vodi Bakum fantastic videos or R.C. Sproul. You can go to his ministries, Legionnaire Ministries. If you put R.C. Sproul in your search engine, it'll pop it up. And a lot of his videos, too. Uh, Living Waters with Ray Comfort, livingwaters.com. Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham, answersandgenesis.org. All these can be found with on YouTube also. Wall Builders with David Barton, and he, was, um, he talks about uh, America's Christian heritage and and uh, 
and a lot of other Christian history at Dr. Walter Martin, waltermartin.org. And also Apologia Studios with Pastor Jeff Durbin. You can go to apologiastudios.com and they also have Dr. Greg Bonson's recordings there. He was, he's a wonderful, was a wonderful uh, uh, Christian University professor. And you get a, literally a, his family donated all of his recordings to Apologia Studios. And you can get a, literally a free seminary education there. It's really, really good. And you just put in uh, Greg Bonson and it should pull it up on that website. You can listen by audio also. They're on YouTube and Apple Podcast. A lot of good resources. If you would like to um, correspond with me, uh, you can do it uh, via email. Um, it's all uh, lowercase Bible Education Institute at gmail.com. And we have a website. It's all lowercase Bible Education Institute. Dot webnode, w e b n o d e dot com. If you need a Bible, be glad to send you one. And you can also go, you know, to um, Able Books to get they have new and used books, and they have a lot of good Christian stuff there, and and Bibles and all. A Books, A B E B O O K S. Abebooks.com. And you also go to Thrift Thrift Books too. They got some good stuff too. And if you would like to and uh, if you would like to listen to, to more of our uh, my teachings and stuff, you can go to uh, Bible Education Institute with Reverend Henry Kelly on uh, YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're on YouTube and Rumble, and the podcasts are Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, Amazon Music, Overcast, Chrome, Deep Potter, Firefox, Safari, iTunes, Audible, Alexa, Google, Podbean, Internet Explorer, Facebook, Podcast Addict, and others. And uh, also, I suggest. For for your learning, you can go to te you go on uh, on the search engine, whether it's Google or um, whatever a search engine you are. There's a lot of them, you know, and you can put in there TCT network, and you can go on like as soon as it opens up, uh, you just go to on on-demand programs or on-demand videos and go to Faith and History with William Federer and Ancient Jewish Wisdom with Rabbi Daniel Lapp and William Federer gives you all of uh, church history and American history and also uh, Ancient Jewish Wisdom. You can learn a lot about the Old Testament. So until next time, remember, read the Bible daily without fail and do what it says.